Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Be True to You podcast. My name is Jennifer Greenwood. I'm a mom, artist, yoga teacher, and a life and wellness coach specializing in healthy habits and mindset. And my passion is working with exhausted moms to help them level up their energy and find their focus so they can truly live their best mom life. The Be True to You podcast explores ways in which we can set a firm foundation for our health and well-being while remaining true to who we are as individuals. Today's podcast is going to be about toxic positivity. And I want to preface today's episode by saying I have absolutely fallen into the trap of toxic positivity. Uh, I am definitely an optimist. And I encourage the people that I work with to be optimistic and goal-oriented so that they can make positive changes in their lives. But I recognize now that, I mean, for at least a good year, I got sucked into it. Good vibes only. Don't talk about the negative. There's a lot of pressure in um, the health and wellness industry to just be all love and light And if you don't talk about the bad stuff, it's just going to go away. And that's not typically helpful. And while I would never recommend people, you know, um, dwell overly on the negative without getting some kind of help, if it's really overwhelming to them, it needs to be acknowledged, So I want to start by talking about what is toxic positivity. So basically, it's, um, it's the thought process or the the assumption that, you know, no matter what the situation, no matter how horrible or challenging or whatever kind of pain someone's in, you know, they should just keep a positive mindset or, you know, positive vibes only. Um, And that that's, life doesn't really work like that stuff happens so you know it can take many forms it this you know toxic positivity could be a close family member or friend who you know gives you shit for being frustrated over something or you know being really upset over something that didn't go well or some some adversity that's popped up in your life you know the comment can be something as as benign as just look on the bright side or be grateful for what you have. And yes, absolutely find gratitude. There's no matter how rough things are, I do believe that there is something that you can find to be grateful for, which might help you in that situation. But don't deny what's going on. Don't invalidate the challenge, the heartache, the, the difficulties that are happening. Um, Toxic positivity can be something, and this is definitely something that I'm guilty of in the past, and I try try really hard to be mindful of it now, is sharing on social media. Like, just change your outlook to be happy, or always look on the bright side, or negative vibe free zone. Again, I, I'm an optimist. I am Little Miss Silver Lining, and that is my choice. I'm not ever going to insist that that's the only way, but it is the way that I work through things. If you um, deny the challenges that are happening, the hurt that you're feeling, it's it's really hard. Uh, you you're invalidating your feelings. You're you're not being authentic to what's going on in your world. And, you know, having a positive outlook on life is absolutely good for your mental health and your well-being. But life isn't all positivity. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Um, We all deal with painful emotions and experiences. And, you know, while they aren't fun and sometimes they're really hard to deal with, it's important that we feel them, that we process them, that that we experience them, and that we can be open and honest about those feelings and experiences. So toxic positivity, it's, you know, it takes positive thinking and optimism to an overgeneralized extreme. It's it's the kind of attitude that it's not just emphasizing being optimistic, it's minimizing the unpleasant emotions, the experiences that happen. 
And denial is not a great place to hang out, honestly. So, okay, some examples of toxic positivity they can take a huge, huge variety of um, expressions and forms. But these, these are some things that you might have encountered in your own life. So when something shitty happens, like, you know, your car broke down or you had a huge fight with a family member and you're expressing this to someone in your world and they, they just kind of, it, it almost feels like they're blowing you off and say, just stay positive. Just look on the bright side. Don't worry about it. You're going through some distress there. And well, again, I'm not suggesting that people just like get stuck in it and obsess over it and dwell on it, but you still need to feel it and process it. And, you know, a lot of times those comments that they, they say they're meant to be, you know, sympathetic and to try to help you, you know, feel better, but they, they're also kind of just shutting down what you're going through. Um, that this one's really hard. This, this one makes me cry. Um, so I have many people I care about who have gone through, unbelievable loss of loved ones unexpectedly through a variety of circumstances and the thought that anyone would ever consider saying to them everything happens for a reason it it, it it's mind-boggling to me um for me it's it's not appropriate and when someone is going through extreme loss or hardship to put that on them because you know again people might feel that they're they're trying to be comforting but it's invalidating what's happening in, in someone's world. Um, and while they're trying to be comforting, it might, it might be that they're uncomfortable with the, the level of pain that someone is going through. Um, perhaps when you've, you know, had a big disappointment or a letdown, um, someone tries to make you feel better to shift your perspective by telling you that happiness is a choice and you should choose to be happy. Again, I'm an optimist. I want to find the good or at least something I can learn from in a situation that's challenging or hard. But like I've already mentioned, not all emotions are positive. There's rough stuff and you need to feel it in my experience. Um, when I'm going through exceptionally challenging times, <clears throat> and I have multiple times through my lifetime so far, um, I want to feel it. I want to feel it as horrible and hard as it is. So then I can process it and I can, you know, maybe learn from it and I can move through it. I don't want to shut it away and block it out forever because it doesn't go away. It's just kind of like sitting somewhere waiting for you. Um, yeah. So a lot of times people say, toxically positive things, you know, to try to help out that, you know, they're, they're very often well-meaning, but they don't know what to say and they don't know how to be empathetic towards someone's situation. And it ends up, you know, kind of being more harmful than helpful. So at the best, they just come off as, you know, those, you know, those platitudes that people just like spew and they don't know what else to say and they don't know how to deal with something. And at the worst, it can make the person who's going through the rough stuff feel ashamed and they can feel like, you know, they're being blamed for how they're coping with the situation that's hard for them. So toxic positivity can really deny people the, the gift of being authentic in how they're feeling in a difficult situation and moment. And they're just trying to cope with what they're dealing with. So it's, you know, it can be shaming when someone's suffering and going through a really rough time when they're trying to express how they're feeling and then someone invalidates that, you know, they, they are reaching out to try to find support and in a sense, they're kind of being told that their feelings and their emotions are wrong and this can cause guilt. So it's sort of, you know, whether it's meant to or not. The person who's going through struggles can feel bad because someone is telling them, just be positive, you know, focus on the good. And they're really struggling. So, you know, especially in, in the face of tragedy, you don't want someone to feel like they're doing something wrong because of the feelings that they have. 
Um, and, and toxic positivity, it can, it can really, really prevent growth and acceptance. And it denies people the ability to face challenging feelings that can ultimately lead to, you know, progression in how they handle situations. If you just shut it down, it's really hard for someone to be able to build their strength and resilience and their coping mechanisms. So, you know, the positive vibes only thing, it's, it's challenging. And I think I might even have a t-shirt that says that. I think I probably do because I do want to focus on the positive. I, I want to spread, you know, optimism and, you know, healthy mindset. But I'm realizing now that it's, it's not, it's not all just one way. You have to acknowledge the things that are challenging and difficult and yeah. So, okay. So when shit goes sideways, what can you do? Well, you can manage those challenging, overwhelming, and negative emotions, but don't deny them. Denial is, is, is rarely helpful. Like in certain cases of extreme trauma, there's that moment where your brain will just kind of like protect you for a bit and just block it out. But at some point that's, it's all got to get dealt with. So, you know, you've got to be realistic about what you're feeling. Don't, don't shoot on yourself. Um, don't show it on other people. If it's stressful, if it's hard, if it's traumatic, it's totally normal to have feelings of overwhelm and fear and heartbreak. You know, don't expect too much from yourself when you're in the midst of something super hard. Focus on self-care and try to take steps that can help improve the situation. And it's also, it's like totally okay to feel more than one thing. You can feel, you know, uncertain and nervous and scared about something. And then also hopeful that something is, is, you know, developing out of it. Our emotions are super complex. So, you know, it's not like cookie cutter shapes. This is like, this is this, and that is that. They sometimes get all jumbled up absolutely pay attention to how you feel. Um, journaling. I know people throw journaling around a lot, but it can really help just brain dump, get it all out. I'm feeling this and just start writing. And you know, you can, you can use a computer to do that, but I find there's something different when you write things out by hand. It's like a different kind of release. It's moving the body in a certain way and getting it out on the page. Um, and you, you might find some insights in that and you might not. And that's a hundred percent. Okay. It's just a process and, you know, journaling is a tool that, that we can use. Maybe you don't have someone you can speak to when something's going really rough or perhaps, you know, you are, finding yourself surrounded by people who are throwing the good vibes only at you and you need to get these feelings and thoughts out. So put them on the page. It can be really helpful. Um, and so if, if you're in a situation where someone you care about is going through something very difficult, listen, you don't have to have answers. Sometimes people just need to know that someone is listening and that what they have to share and say matters. So that's a, a huge gift that you can give to somebody else. Difficult emotions, they suck. They're hard. Absolutely. Um, but they're valid. They happen. They're real. They're important. And they can provide information and help you see things, realize things about a situation that, you know, maybe you need to work on or change or completely get rid of. It, it doesn't mean that you should act on all of these thoughts and emotions instantly. Sometimes, a lot of times, it's really important to sit with how you're feeling, process the thoughts, and give yourself time and space to, to really consider what's going on before you take action. So when you or someone you care about is going through something really hard, um, it's, you know, try to think of ways to voice your emotions. Um, and, and then, you know, I want to give some examples of toxically positive statements and some non-toxic alternatives to you. So, um, 
here's okay so starting off with just stay positive you could try saying or thinking your feelings are valid or things happen for a reason instead sometimes bad things happen how can i help um failure isn't an option failure is sometimes part of life uh instead of um, good vibes only. You could try, I'm here no matter what. What do you need? Uh, okay, this one, someone throws out, it could be worse. Yeah. How about saying, I'm listening. Uh, so these, you know, these are some, some ways you can shift from toxic positivity to actually being supportive, again, for yourself or for others in your world. And how do we move beyond toxic positivity, also known as denial? Well, avoid ignoring or blocking out or just denying those emotions that don't feel good. Sit with them. You know, avoiding, as I've said, will only, it, it just sits there waiting for you later. It's, it's, um, it doesn't solve anything. It doesn't have forward movement. There's there's no growth available if you were denying something and just blocking it out. And I'll get to it later. Um, do your best. And again, there's no judgment here. Um, numbing feelings, you know, either with substances like alcohol or drugs or food or behaviors like sex or shopping. Um, those those types of ways of trying to deal with difficult emotions and situations again it's it's not dealing with it it's just distracting and and shoving whatever's going on off to the side and as i mentioned that's not going anywhere it's just going to sit there and wait for you in the corner until you have a moment where you can deal with it or until it just busts loose another way to move beyond this toxic positivity is again listen and validate how you are feeling and how others are feeling. It's not encouraging someone or yourself to dwell on everything that's wrong. It's acknowledging it. And there's a difference. So when you're dwelling on something, you're just spiraling into this pit of everything's bad, nothing's ever going to be good again. And, and while that can happen for a short amount of time when something's super challenging, when you're going through some really rough stuff, if it's going on for weeks and weeks at a time, it's probably a good idea to, to reach out and get some professional help if you possibly can. Um, shit happens. Sometimes things are really rough. Acknowledge that and then see where you can go from there. And remember, it's okay to not be okay. Life is not all sunshine and roses. It is important to acknowledge all the feelings. Um, be realistic. So, you know, yes, I, as I've mentioned so many times already, I am an optimist. I want to find the positive. I want to learn from things. I want to grow. That's, that's my thing. Um, so I will allow myself a few days maybe a week when something really, really sucks and it's hard and I don't know what to do and the fear is overwhelming and the heart is sad and the mind is fuzzy from all of the stress. But then I want to start making movement. I want to start taking small, actionable steps to improve things in my life as they are in that moment. So let's see. An example um, it's been, we've, okay, right now at the time of this recording, we have gone through the worst heat wave I have ever experienced in my life. It is mind boggling to me, the temperatures that we've just gone through in the past week. And now the temperatures are still really high and the temperatures I'm at today, you know, a year ago, I would have been like, oh, I can't believe it's this hot. And now it's like, oh, it's 10 degrees cooler than last week. How lovely. But it's smoky because my province is on fire. Um, that is not only stressful in, in my mind and in my emotions, but it's very stressful in my body. I have a heart condition that I was born with. And I often forget because I'm in great health. But when there's extreme heat, 
and smoke in, in the skies, in the air. My body is extremely stressed out more than, more than, you know, other healthy people, perhaps because of my heart condition. So I am not able to be as active as I would like to be because being active is something that I do to support my body and my mental health. Um, so I'm doing my yoga practice. It's a very different yoga practice. I'm a yoga teacher, as I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast. It's a very slow yoga practice. It's more restorative in nature. Um, I love doing yoga outside. That's not happening right now. So it's done indoors and usually a little later in the day when it's starting to get cooler. So that's, you know, being realistic. I can't do what I always do. So I'm going to adapt it to, to fit the circumstances I find myself in. Um, so if, if you find, you know, you're in a difficult situation or you're supporting someone who's in a difficult situation, you know, there's alternatives. You don't always have to do what you've always done. You can adapt. There's a great yoga quote. I don't know if it's a yoga quote, but we use it in yoga a lot. You know, blessed are the flexible for they will not be bent out of shape. Become aware of toxic positivity messages. So, and again, I get it. I, I've loved things that, you know, have that positive, optimistic feel, but the positive vibes only thing, it's really rubbing me the wrong way the last few months um, because it can't be positive vibes only. You can be optimistic even in the face of adversity. Um, oh, it's another thing when I... When I was uh, uh, new, newly graduated from high school, one of my first jobs was at a university and I was doing support work in an office. And we had a saying and it was thrive in the face of adversity. So, you know, that was kind of our little rallying cry when we all felt overwhelmed and we knew we needed to support each other because, you know, we would have things that would happen at the last minute. Um, you can do that. Thrive in the face of adversity doesn't mean you're denying the adversity. It doesn't mean it's not difficult. It means you're going to do what you can to get through it together. And if you need to take a break from social media, do it. I love my social media. I'm very mindful of what I consume on my social media. And that has really, really uh, amped up for me in the last year and a half. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> excuse me. I have had to snooze unfollow and block many people and pages that I used to follow because I just simply could not emotionally or mentally tolerate what they were putting out anymore. And that's okay. Um, and, and sometimes that happened with people I'm very close to. It doesn't mean we're not friends. It doesn't mean we're not still in each other's lives. It's just like, you know what? I'm going to deal with you in person and this stuff isn't sitting well with me and it's causing me some distress. So I'm just going to not partake. And that's okay because sometimes people present something very different on social media than they are in real life. Not so much me. I want to encourage everybody to be true to themselves, be true to your podcast and be authentic so that you feel safe in expressing who you really are. Um, but you know, sometimes people get caught up in other things. Okay, so let's do a quick recap. What are some signs of toxic positivity? You know, the things that go beyond optimism and, you know, healthy mindset. So some some signs of toxic positivity could be uh, dismissing, stuffing, blocking unpleasant emotions, just trying to get on with things and not deal with it. It could be minimizing other people's experiences with, you know, feel good, focus on the good, toxic or positive vibes only things. Um, it can be trying to give someone perspective in an attempt to help like, oh, it could be worse. Oh, you have it so much better than so-and-so or these people or this situation instead of validating how they're feeling and the experience they're going through. It could be hiding, uh, denying your real feelings um, instead of, you know, processing them and, and dealing with them. It can be feeling guilty about how you're feeling. And that, that sucks because, you know, if something's hard and stressful and heartbreaking, 
You don't need guilt layered on top of that. Uh, it can be shaming or giving someone else a bad time for even expressing their distress with anything other than, you know, a positive mantra. Um, and it, it can be something just as simple as brushing things off that's that's bothering you or someone else with the, the well-known, it is what it is. Um, so, okay, so toxic positivity, that's, that's a quick recap. There's shame involved in it. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. So if you're trying to force a positive outlook on pain, you're basically uh, encouraging someone to just shut up about what what's hard for them. That's hard. So then they don't, they don't want to feel bad. Um, so they can, you know, they feel like maybe they're, they have two choices. They can be honest and, and, and brave or, and let people know what's going on, or they can pretend everything's going great and just, you know, put on that, that fake smile and grin and bear it. Um, you, you want, you want people to be able to be authentic. You want them to be able to be honest and as I've mentioned many times in this podcast, sometimes it's, it's not always happy, fluffy, lovely stuff. Sometimes they're challenges and it can be super helpful to have, you know, a couple of people in your world who, you know, they understand that sometimes you just need to get it out. And sometimes that's all it is. It's just getting it out, expressing to somebody else what you're feeling, what you're thinking, how crappy it is and what you, you know, you just can't stand anymore and, and be there for them as well. I have a few good girlfriends. I have counselors and therapists who I've worked with in the past and just being able to get it all out without somebody judging it, without somebody coming at you with a whole bunch of solutions, unless that's exactly what you've asked for. It can be so releasing and it can be, you know, really oh, freeing because you've, you've been, you've been recognized, you've been seen for where you're at and what you're going through. Um, so another, you know, adverse effect of toxic positivity on our health is, you know, there's many studies that show us that when we hide or deny our feelings, it increases the stress on the body tremendously. And, you know, it's, it's not possible to avoid all the distressing thoughts and feelings. So, you know, if you're just stuffing it, it's just, it's simmering away, just waiting for you. None of us is perfect. So, you know, we need to be aware of how we're showing up in the world, how we are listening to others, how we are giving others the space to express what they are authentically feeling in that moment and to, you know, just make, make things, make things a safe space. Um, you can validate people. It doesn't always mean you have to agree with them, but you know, you don't want to encourage someone to get stuck in the negative, but by validating someone, it doesn't, it doesn't mean you're agreeing with them hundred percent. What it is, it's allowing another person to express their emotional state. So that's, that's okay. You're not enabling them. You are allowing them to be seen and heard. Validation says exactly that. It says, I hear you. I see you. I get it. I care about your feelings. And that cannot be overstated how important that is for someone. So if you're unsure how to validate someone, you know, avoid becoming defensive or offering unsolicited advice. So if, if you're the target of someone's negative emotion, you know, try to accept a little bit of responsibility, but also ask them, do you want my help with this? Or do you want me to listen so you can vent? Because as I just mentioned, sometimes just getting it out makes all the difference in the world. You can reflect the feeling of the person who is struggling. You could say, I can really see you're very upset about this, or this must be really painful for you to go through. 
And again, listening matters. So you can summarize the experience they've shared with you and say, you know what? Wow. I get that you're upset that this happened and, and I understand your feelings right now. So yeah, so the, I'm going to wrap it up. I just wanted to address this. It's been on my mind for a little while. As I said, I'm an optimist at Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Be True to You podcast. My name is Jennifer Greenwood. I'm a mom, artist, yoga teacher, and a life and wellness coach specializing in healthy habits and mindset. And my passion is working with exhausted moms to help them level up their energy and find their focus so they can truly live their best mom life. The Be True to You podcast explores ways in which we can set a firm foundation for our health and well-being while remaining true to who we are as individuals. Today's podcast is going to be about toxic positivity. And I want to preface today's episode by saying I have absolutely fallen into the trap of toxic positivity. Uh, I am definitely an optimist. And I encourage the people that I work with to be optimistic and goal-oriented so that they can make positive changes in their lives. But I recognize now that, I mean, for at least a good year, I got sucked into it. Good vibes only. Don't talk about the negative. There's a lot of pressure in um, the health and wellness industry to just be all love and light. And if you don't talk about the bad stuff, it's just going to go away. And that's not typically helpful. And while I would never recommend people, you know, um, dwell overly on the negative without getting some kind of help, if it's really overwhelming to them, it needs to be acknowledged. So I want to start by talking about what is toxic positivity. So basically, it's um it's the thought process or the the assumption that you know no matter what the situation no matter how horrible or challenging or whatever kind of pain someone's in you know they should just keep a positive mindset or you know positive vibes only um and th that that's life doesn't really work like that stuff happens so you know it can take many forms it, this, you know, toxic positivity could be a close family member or a friend who, you know, gives you shit for being frustrated over something or, you know, being really upset over something that didn't go well or some some adversity that's popped up in your life. You know, the comment can be something as as benign as just look on the bright side or be grateful for what you have. And yes, absolutely find gratitude. There's no matter how rough things are, I do believe that there is something that you can find to be grateful for, which might help you in that situation. But don't deny what's going on. Don't invalidate the challenge, the heartache, the the difficulties that are happening. Um, toxic positivity can be something, and this is definitely something that I'm guilty of in the past, and I try to try really hard to be mindful of it now is sharing on social media like just change your outlook to be happy or always look on the bright side or negative vibe free zone again i i'm an optimist i am little miss silver lining and that is my choice i'm not ever going to insist that that's the only way but it is the way that i work through things if you um deny the challenges that are happening, the hurt that you're feeling, it's it's really hard. Uh, you you're invalidating your feelings. You're you're not being authentic to what's going on in your world. And you know, having a positive outlook on life is absolutely good for your mental health and your well-being. But life isn't all positivity. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Um, we all deal with painful emotions and experiences and you know while they aren't fun and sometimes they're really hard to deal with it's important that we feel them that we process them that that we experience them and that we can be open and honest about those feelings and experiences so toxic positivity it's 
you know, it takes positive thinking and optimism to an overgeneralized uh, extreme. It's, it's the kind of attitude that it, it's not just emphasizing being optimistic, it's minimizing the unpleasant emotions, the experiences that happen. And denial is not a great place to hang out, honestly. So, okay, some examples of toxic positivity and can take a huge, huge variety of um, expressions and forms. But these, these are some things that you might have encountered in your own life. So when something shitty happens, like, you know, your car broke down or you had a huge fight with a family member and you're expressing this to someone in your world and they, they just kind of, it, it almost feels like they're blowing you off and say, just stay positive. Just look on the bright side. Don't worry about it. You're going through some distress there. And well, again, I'm not suggesting that people just like get stuck in it and obsess over it and dwell on it, but you still need to feel it and process it. And, you know, a lot of times those comments that they, they say they're meant to be, you know, sympathetic and to try to help you, you know, feel better, but they, they're also kind of just shutting down what you're going through. Um, that this one's really hard. This, this one makes me cry. Um, so I have many people I care about who have gone through, unbelievable loss of loved ones unexpectedly through a variety of circumstances and the thought that anyone would ever consider saying to them everything happens for a reason it it, it it's mind-boggling to me um for me it's it's not appropriate and when someone is going through extreme loss or hardship to put that on them because you know again people might feel that they're they're trying to be comforting but it's invalidating what's happening in, in someone's world. Um, and while they're trying to be comforting, it might, it might be that they're uncomfortable with the, the level of pain that someone is going through. Um, perhaps when you've, you know, had a big disappointment or a letdown, um, someone tries to make you feel better to shift your perspective by telling you that happiness is a choice and you should choose to be happy. Again, I'm an optimist. I want to find the good or at least something I can learn from in a situation that's challenging or hard. But like I've already mentioned, not all emotions are positive. There's rough stuff and you need to feel it in my experience. Um, when I'm going through exceptionally challenging times, <clears throat> and I have multiple times through my lifetime so far, um, I want to feel it. I want to feel it as horrible and hard as it is. So then I can process it and I can, you know, maybe learn from it and I can move through it. I don't want to shut it away and block it out forever because it doesn't go away. It's just kind of like sitting somewhere waiting for you. Um, yeah. So a lot of times people say, toxically positive things, you know, to try to help out that, you know, they're, they're very often well-meaning, but they don't know what to say and they don't know how to be empathetic towards someone's situation. And it ends up, you know, kind of being more harmful than helpful. So at the best, they just come off as, you know, those, you know, those platitudes that people just like spew and they don't know what else to say and they don't know how to deal with something. And at the worst, it can make the person who's going through the rough stuff feel ashamed and they can feel like, you know, they're being blamed for how they're coping with the situation that's hard for them. So toxic positivity can really deny people the the gift of being authentic in how they're feeling in a difficult situation and moment. And they're just trying to cope with what they're dealing with. So it's, you know, it can be shaming when someone's suffering and going through a really rough time when they're trying to express how they're feeling and then someone invalidates that, you know, they, they are reaching out to try to find support and in a sense, they're kind of being told that their feelings and their emotions are wrong. And this can cause guilt. So it's sort of, you know, whether it's meant to or not, the person who is going through struggles can feel bad because someone is telling them, just be positive. 
you know, focus on the good. And they're really struggling. So, you know, especially in, in the face of tragedy, you don't want someone to feel like they're doing something wrong because of the feelings that they have. Um, and, and toxic positivity, it can, it can really, really prevent growth and acceptance and it denies people the ability to face challenging feelings that can ultimately lead to, you know, progression in how they handle situations. If you just shut it down, it's really hard for someone to be able to build their strength and resilience and their coping mechanisms. So, you know, the positive vibes only thing, it's it's challenging. And I think I might even have a t-shirt that says that. I think I probably do because I do want to focus on the positive. I, I want to spread, you know, optimism and, you know, healthy mindset. But I'm realizing now that it's, it's not, it's not all just one way. You have to acknowledge the things that are challenging and difficult and yeah. yeah. So, okay. So when shit goes sideways, what can you do? Well, you can manage those challenging, overwhelming, and negative emotions, but don't deny them. Denial is, is, is rarely helpful. Like in certain cases of extreme trauma, there's that moment where your brain will just kind of like protect you for a bit and just block it out. But at some point that's, it's all got to get dealt with. So, you know, you've got to be realistic about what you're feeling. Don't, don't shoot on yourself. Um, don't show it on other people. If it's stressful, if it's hard, if it's traumatic, it's totally normal to have feelings of overwhelm and fear and heartbreak. You know, don't expect too much from yourself when you're in the midst of something super hard. Focus on self-care and try to take steps that can help improve the situation. And it's also, it's like totally okay to feel more than one thing. You can feel, you know, uncertain and nervous and scared about something. And then also hopeful that something is, is you know, developing out of it. Our emotions are super complex. So, you know, it's not like cookie cutter shapes. This is like, this is this and that is that. They sometimes get all jumbled up. Absolutely pay attention to how you feel. Um, journaling, I know people throw journaling around a lot, but it can really help just brain dump, get it all out. I'm feeling this and just start writing. And you know, you can you can use a computer to do that, but I find there's something different when you write things out by hand. It's like a different kind of release. It's moving the body in a certain way and getting it out on the page. Um, and you, you might find some insights in that and you might not. And that's a hundred percent. Okay. It's just a process and, you know, journaling is a tool that, that we can use. Maybe you don't have someone you can speak to when something's going really rough or perhaps, you know, you are, finding yourself surrounded by people who are throwing the good vibes only at you and you need to get these feelings and thoughts out so put them on the page it can be really helpful um and so if, if you're in the situation where someone you care about is going through something very difficult listen you don't have to have answers Sometimes people just need to know that someone is listening and that what they have to share and say matters. So that's a, a huge gift that you can give to somebody else. Difficult emotions, they suck. They're hard. Absolutely. Um, but they're valid. They happen. They're real. They're important. And they can provide information and help you see things, realize things about a situation that, you know, maybe you need to work on or change or completely get rid of. It, it doesn't mean that you should act on all of these thoughts and emotions instantly. Sometimes, a lot of times, it's really important to sit with how you're feeling process the thoughts and give yourself time and space to, to really consider what's going on before you take action. So when you or someone you care about is going through something really hard, um, it's, you know, try to think of ways to 
voice your emotions. Um, and, and then, you know, I want to give some examples of toxically positive statements and some non-toxic alternatives to you. So, um, here's, okay. So starting off with just stay positive, you could try saying or thinking your feelings are valid or things happen for a reason. Instead, sometimes bad things happen. How can I help? Um, failure isn't an option. Failure is sometimes part of life. Uh, instead of um, good vibes only, you could try, I'm here no matter what. What do you need? Uh, okay, this one, someone throws out, it could be worse. Yeah. How about saying, I'm listening? Uh, so these, you know, these are some, some ways you can shift from toxic positivity to actually being supportive, again, for yourself or for others in your world. And how do we move beyond toxic positivity, also known as denial? Well, avoid ignoring or blocking out or just denying those emotions that don't feel good. Sit with them. You know, avoiding, as I've said, will only, it, it just sits there waiting for you later. It's, it's, um, it doesn't solve anything. It doesn't have forward movement. There's, there's no growth available if you were denying something and just blocking it out and I'll get to it later. Um, do your best. And again, there's no judgment here. Um, numbing feelings, you know, either with substances like alcohol or drugs or food or behaviors like sex or shopping, um, those, those types of ways of trying to deal with difficult emotions and situations. Again, it's, it's not dealing with it. It's just distracting and, and shoving whatever's going on off to the side. And as I mentioned, that's not going anywhere. It's just going to sit there and wait for you in the corner until you have a moment where you can deal with it or until it just busts loose. Another way to move beyond this toxic positivity is, again, listen and validate how you are feeling and how others are feeling. It's not encouraging someone or yourself to dwell on everything that's wrong. It's acknowledging it. And there's a difference. So when you're dwelling on something, you're just spiraling into this pit of everything's bad, nothing's ever going to be good again. And, and, while that can happen for a short amount of time when something's super challenging, when you're going through some really rough stuff, if it's going on for weeks and weeks at a time, it's probably a good idea to, to reach out and get some professional help if you possibly can. Um, shit happens. Sometimes things are really rough. Acknowledge that and then see where you can go from there. And remember, it's okay to not be okay. Life is not all sunshine and roses. It is important to acknowledge all the feelings. Um, be realistic. So, you know, yes, I, as I've mentioned so many times already, I am an optimist. I want to find the positive. I want to learn from things. I want to grow. That's, that's my thing. Um, so I will allow myself a few days maybe a week when something really, really sucks and it's hard and I don't know what to do and the fear is overwhelming and the heart is sad and the mind is fuzzy from all of the stress. But then I want to start making movement. I want to start taking small, actionable steps to improve things in my life as they are in that moment. So let's see. An example um, it's been, we've, okay, right now at the time of this recording, we have gone through the worst heat wave I have ever experienced in my life. It is mind boggling to me, the temperatures that we've just gone through in the past week. And now the temperatures are still really high and the temperatures I'm at today, you know, a year ago, I would have been like, Oh, I can't believe it's this hot. And now it's like, Oh, it's 10 degrees cooler than last week. How lovely, but it's smoky because my province is on fire. Um, that is not only stressful 
in in my mind and in my emotions, but it's very stressful in my body. I have a heart condition that I was born with, and I often forget because I'm in great health, but when there's extreme heat and smoke in, in the skies, in the air, my body is extremely stressed out more than, more than, you know, other healthy people perhaps because of my heart condition. So I am not able to be as active as I would like to be because being active is something that I do to support my body and my mental health. Um, so I'm doing my yoga practice. It's a very different yoga practice. I'm a yoga teacher, as I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast. It's a very slow yoga practice. It's more restorative in nature. Um, I love doing yoga outside. That's not happening right now. So it's done indoors and usually a little later in the day when it's starting to get cooler. So that's, you know, being realistic. I can't do what I always do. So I'm going to adapt it to, to fit the circumstances I find myself in. Um, so if, if you find, you know, you're in a difficult situation or you're supporting someone who's in a difficult situation, you know, there's alternatives. You don't always have to do what you've always done. You can adapt. There's a great yoga quote. I don't know if it's a yoga quote, but we use it in yoga a lot. You know, blessed are the flexible for they will not be bent out of shape. Become aware of toxic positivity messages. So, and again, I get it. I, I've loved things that, you know, have that positive, optimistic feel, but the positive vibes only thing, it's really rubbing me the wrong way the last few months um, because it can't be positive vibes only. You can be optimistic even in the face of adversity. Um, oh, it's another thing when I, when I was a uh, uh, new newly graduated from high school one of my first jobs was at a university and i was doing support work in an office and we had a saying and it was thrive in the face of adversity so you know that was kind of our little rallying cry when we all felt overwhelmed and we knew we needed to support each other because you know we would have things that would happen at the last minute um you can do that thrive in the face of adversity doesn't mean you're denying the adversity it doesn't mean it's not difficult it means you're going to do what you can to get through it together. And if you need to take a break from social media, do it. I love my social media. I'm very mindful of what I consume on my social media. And that has really, really uh, amped up for me in the last year and a half. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> excuse me. I have had to snooze unfollow and block many people and pages that I used to follow because I just simply could not emotionally or mentally tolerate what they were putting out anymore. And that's okay. Um, and, and sometimes that happened with people I'm very close to. It doesn't mean we're not friends. It doesn't mean we're not still in each other's lives. It's just like, you know what? I'm going to deal with you in person and this stuff isn't sitting well with me and it's causing me some distress. So I'm just going to not partake and that's okay because sometimes people present something very different on social media than they are in real life. Not so much me. I want to encourage everybody to be true to themselves, be true to your podcast and be authentic so that you feel safe in expressing who you really are. Um, but you know, sometimes people get caught up in other things. Okay, so let's do a quick recap. What are some signs of toxic positivity? You know, the things that go beyond optimism and, you know, healthy mindset. So some some signs of toxic positivity could be uh, dismissing, stuffing, blocking unpleasant emotions, just trying to get on with things and not deal with it. It could be minimizing other people's experiences with, you know, feel good, focus on the good, toxic or positive vibes only things. Um, it can be trying to give someone perspective in an attempt to help like, oh, it could be worse. Oh, you have it so much better than so-and-so or these people or this situation instead of validating how they're feeling and the experience they're going through. It could be hiding, uh, denying your real feelings. Um, instead of, you know, processing them and, and dealing with them. 
it can be feeling guilty about how you're feeling. And that, that sucks because, you know, if something's hard and stressful and heartbreaking, you don't need guilt layered on top of that. Uh, it can be shaming or giving someone else a bad time for even expressing their distress with anything other than, you know, a positive mantra. Um, and it, it can be something just as simple as brushing things off that's that's bothering you or someone else with the, the well-known, it is what it is. Um, so, okay, so toxic positivity, that's that's a quick recap. There's shame involved in it. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. So if you're trying to force a positive outlook on pain, you're basically uh, encouraging someone to just shut up about what what's hard for them. That's hard. So then they don't, they don't want to feel bad. Um, so they can, you know, they feel like maybe they're, they have two choices. They can be honest and, and, and brave or, and let people know what's going on, or they can pretend everything's going great and just, you know, put on that, that fake smile and grin and bear it. Um, you, you want, you want people to be able to be authentic. You want them to be able to be honest. And as I've mentioned many times in this podcast, sometimes it's, it's not always happy, fluffy, lovely stuff. Sometimes they're challenges and it can be super helpful to have, you know, a couple of people in your world who, you know, they understand that sometimes you just need to get it out. And sometimes that's all it is. It's just getting it out, expressing to somebody else what you're feeling, what you're thinking, how crappy it is and what you, you know, you just can't stand anymore and, and be there for them as well. I have a few good girlfriends. I have counselors and therapists who I've worked with in the past and just being able to get it all out without somebody judging it, without somebody coming at you with a whole bunch of solutions, unless that's exactly what you've asked for. It can be so releasing and it can be, you know, really oh, freeing because you've, you've been, you've been recognized, you've been seen for where you're at and what you're going through. Um, so another, you know, adverse effect of toxic positivity on our health is, you know, there's many studies that show us that when we hide or deny our feelings, it increases the stress on the body tremendously. And, you know, it's, it's not possible to avoid all the distressing thoughts and feelings. So, you know, if you're just stuffing it, it's just, it's simmering away, just waiting for you. None of us is perfect. So, you know, we need to be aware of how we're showing up in the world, how we are listening to others, how we are giving others the space to express what they're authentically feeling in that moment. And to, you know, just make make things make things a safe space um you can validate people it doesn't always mean you have to agree with them but you know you don't want to encourage someone to get stuck in the negative but by validating someone it doesn't it doesn't mean you're agreeing with them 100% what it is it's allowing another person to express their emotional state so that's, that's okay. You're not enabling them. You are allowing them to be seen and heard. Validation says exactly that. It says, I hear you. I see you. I get it. I care about your feelings. And that cannot be overstated how important that is for someone. So if you're unsure how to validate someone, you know, Avoid becoming defensive or offering unsolicited advice. So if if you're the target of someone's negative emotion, you know, try to accept a little bit of responsibility, but also ask them, do you want my help with this or do you want me to listen so you can vent? Because as I just mentioned, sometimes just getting it out 
makes all the difference in the world. You can reflect the feeling of the person who is struggling. You could say, I can really see you're very upset about this, or this must be really painful for you to go through. And again, listening matters. So you can summarize the experience they've shared with you and say, you know what? Wow, I get that you're upset that this happened and and I understand your feelings right now. So yeah, so the, I'm going to wrap it up. I just wanted to address this. It's been on my mind for a little while. As I said, I'm an optimist at 